And welcome to The Light of the Lioness Show. I am your host, Felicia, aka The Lioness, and I am so excited that you have joined me on today. Hey, everybody. Let me tell y'all something. This heat is nothing to play with. If this is any indication of what it will feel like in hell, I invite you. (laughs) I invite you um, to quickly uh, get in line with God (laughs) Uh, Get in line with God because we do not have time to be feeling this heat um, for all of eternity. Welcome to the Light of the Lioness show. I am your host, Felicia. This is episode six. And the topic of discussion today will be humility. Um, This is a word that I have seen repeatedly, probably for the last two to three weeks. Um, As many of you know, we started our book club and the book we are reading is Chosen by Michelle McLean Walters. And it has been nothing short of an eye-opening, spirit-awakening invitation to God, invitation from God to just really understand who and how he selects those. We, um, you know, I know you know that scripture that says um, many are called, but few are chosen. And um, I'm sure you've heard of that scripture that says many are called, but few are chosen. And so in the book, she's breaking down what God has to strip from us in order for us to really shine with his glory and to shine with who he truly is. And it has just been amazing. Um, We're only in chapter two. Chapter two or chapter three, but it has really been amazing, amazing and eye opening um, for how we all are. I don't know for just how we're all learning and growing from who he is and what and how we trust him and what it really means to be one of his chosen ones. And when I say chosen, I don't mean just in the sense of someone who stands in a pulpit. That's not chosen. Um, Because everyone in the pulpit wasn't chosen. So let's get that straight first. Um, But there are people, um, there are many of you out there now who God has, he's called and he's waiting on you to go ahead and say yes to him so that you can truly be a representation of who and what he is in every area of society. So it doesn't matter if you're a teacher in the classroom or a teacher in preschool, you know, raising and, and loving the babies and nurturing them with God's nature that he's placed inside of you or a business owner who, although the bottom line is so key and important, you have an understanding that ultimately God has you there overseeing um, to love on the people. Um, Or he may have you as one who's a social worker or one that flows in the area of family services, you know, where it's so important that we take the time out to understand God's grace and mercy and what we're dealing with, with people in general. So I just wanted to put that out there, plug that again for, if you don't have that book, you need to get that book. Every believer and not should have that book just so you have a better understanding of what that verse means. Okay. So let's jump on over to humility. Um, I have seen this word, like I said, I know no less than probably in the last two to three weeks. And what I believe God is showing, he is trying to highlight how he's trying to highlight the areas in our world and in our culture and within our own hearts 
where maybe our hearts became hardened, where maybe our hearts are filled with pride and we think we're walking in humility because we do some nice things for people or we give people compliments. Um, I am a firm believer that it's, it's so important to check people and their motives. I am constantly checking my heart and asking God to search my heart for my motives. And I know um, that I don't get it right all the time, <laughs> but that's one of the reasons we have to be so conscious of who and what he is and asking and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us when we do feel as if we are, you know, getting a little puffed up. Now, my personality is one. Um, it is a fiery one. Um, it is a, it can be a dominating one. It is one that is plagued with the weakness of pride and being boastful. And so knowing that I have to be extremely careful and mindful of what I'm saying, how I'm saying it, what my motives are to where I don't get in a place where I can no longer see and hear from God. Um, you know, there's a scripture that says pride comes before the fall. And I've heard people, you know, use their personalities. I've heard men say, well, you know, a man's pride and ego. Honestly, that's why many of you aren't leading today. Um, there is no spirit of male pride or spirit of female pride. Pride is pride. And it is the complete opposite of being humble and humility. And because we deal with so many different types of people, because social media has become such an intricate part of our lives and our hearts, it is so easy to get caught up in conversations where it will make you want to put somebody in check quickly <laughs> or to remind somebody of who and what you are. I know in the book Chosen, um, something that, that just put me right on back into my little place. There was a section in there when she's talking about social media and she's talking about how those that have allowed God to work within us, we know when it is time to be quiet. We know that we can't just jump off and give our unsolicited opinions in the comment sections of people's posts that, you know, individuals we don't even know. And that just, it sent a chill down my spine because I knew she was talking about me. That's a piece. That's an example of humility. It's when even people can correct a certain action or something that you're dealing with without you going off, without it being about you, without it, without your response being, well, I know I'm right. And I'm just, I just got to tell you what I have to tell you because you know, you're wrong and you're right. I allowed that paragraph in that book to correct me and to remind me that I don't get to choose which moments in time I represent God. And I think that a lot of how many of us have come up in the church, we have been blinded by that point. And let me give you an example. You don't have to join the marriage ministry <laughs> at your church to be a marriage ministry. Your marriage is the ministry. It just may not be recognized by the people you um, get together with on Saturdays and Sundays. It may not be a formal group or club that you signed up for, but every day, 
From the time my eyes open, my mouth opens, and I'm walking to the time I go to sleep at night. I am walk I am a walking representative of God. Whether I know it or not, whether I know all or not, whether I have all the knowledge or not. And that's because I told God, yes. That's the first thing we need to get as Christians. That it's not just about what you show people when you go to church. It's not about how you show up to the little marriage couple get-togethers um, with your matching t-shirts and your matching jeans. It's every area of your life, every day. That is the ministry. So from that point, you have to ask yourself, okay, am I displaying the humility that God describes and that he's looking for from me? Am I thinking less of myself on a daily basis or is it all about me? Am I making sure that people know who I am? Am I making sure people know it's my ministry? Or am I turning people towards who and what he is? Am I sacrificing some of my own wants and desires temporarily for something greater that he has promised down the line? That's humility. When I see things and know that I need to be corrected, do I automatically get offensive? Do I start clicking and going off? Or do I back up and take responsibility for my actions? That's humility. That's humbleness. And I'm, I'm going to tell you something that I, I've had to learn in, in the last couple of years, um, working with people and just watching people. Being a peacemaker doesn't automatically make you humble. Being non-confrontational doesn't make you humble. It can make you just completely complacent. It can make you lukewarm, but it doesn't automatically make you humble. I find that we're, we're either in one or two, <laughs> we can be in either one or two categories. We either are too on, meaning we are just too, you know, into it, involved and combative and ready and we stand or we're just completely complacent. Life is just floating by. Uh, Sarah, you know, we don't really care one way or another. What's going to happen is going to happen. So I'm just going to be here and I'm going to put my head down and, you know, and I'm just going to go to go to work and make sure my stuff is taken care of. And that's it. That is not God's will either. Humility with God really says, God, I am going to submit myself. I'm going, going to submit my ways. I am going to lower my viewpoint to where I may flow higher with you and with yours. I put my ways aside to follow you. That's more along the lines of what it means to be humble before God, to where he can use us, to where his power can flow through us because it's, it's to where he can trust us to not become puffed up. And when he wants to bless us with the million dollar contracts, when he wants to place us in the position that has the power and authority to destroy nations, we won't because we have it cemented in our hearts that it's not about us. That's what it's about. So this week, I want you to seriously start asking God to reveal to you what is still in your heart that might need to be checked? What needs to be released? What needs to come out of you to where you can walk more in the humility, in the humility that he is speaking of? 
we have so many wonderful blessings and we speak of favor and abundance and everybody gets so excited when we start, you know, amen and shouting about all of these words. But you've got to understand in order for God to place you in a prominent position, he must be able to trust you. He must know that you won't be one that is easily moved or persuaded by man because of the pride that may still be in the crevices of your heart. It is so important and vital that we ask God to reveal to us what is truly in our hearts. Because see, it's not when we don't have anything or barely have enough or no one really knows us. It's not in those moments that you're really being tested, to be honest with you. Because if you don't have the millions in your account, we really have no way of knowing what's in your hearts. But God has to, when we are in those seasons where no one knows who we are, when there's not necessarily an abundance in our bank accounts, but God is sustaining us, it's in those moments where we still have that choice on whether or not we trust that he is that one that will take us to the next level. And he's taking us to the next level, not so that we can look good in front of our family and our friends, but because there is a purpose in the position that he's placing us in. That's what it's about. And so if you can't be humble in the small things, like I know people who would probably pass out if folks did not see and know who they were. Um, There has to be some type of outward display of, hey, this is me, here I am. Well, that's gonna be a problem once God places you in a position if if you don't have that in check and if you don't have that balance with it because you'll easily taper over to only paying attention to people who are paying you attention. Instead of being one that will have to eventually stand and say, I don't care if I'm the only one standing over here on the left. This is where God has told me to stand. And this is where I will be until and unless he moves me. Are you a person that only acts and moves if you have an audience? That's an issue of pride. Are you a person that looks to other people for your affirmation, confirmation of who and what you are and your actions and what you want to do and what you want to be? That's self-serving, which goes back to pride. Or are you a person where regardless as to whether people are around you or not, you choose the path less chosen? Pride is a very, pride is a very sneaky but deadly spirit. And it grows from the small things to, to, be, to becoming something where it can honestly become so uncontrollable where God truly does have to sit you down. That's the truth. So it's so much easier <laughs> to ask God to give you a spirit of humility. And I warn you now, when you do, get ready for him to reveal to you the ways in your heart that you didn't even realize was there. It, it happens to all of us. But the simple idea that you would even ask him is an act of humility. So I just wanted to come on this week. Like I said, this word had really just been on my mind, my heart. This this will be something fun. I want you to, whoever pops in your head right now, I want you to bless them this week, either just with a compliment, a cup of coffee, or something thanking them for being selfless. That's our homework for this week. And if you want to, you can post or put in the comments what you chose to do and how they responded and how they reacted. We have so much darkness and negativity going on in the world. We need some positivity and some actions. And it's us, it's it's the people that have to remind the world that his light is here. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay? So I want you to have a wonderful week. Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open for what and how God is moving and what he's doing through you. And know that you are truly loved and appreciated. And God hasn't made anyone else that is quite like you. When we get this humility thing down, we will become a dangerous people. So I love you. I hope you have a beautiful week um, and stay tuned. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.